All right, welcome back to Six Pack Cinema. It's May 4th, 2018. You're listening to the latest installment of Headliners. This week we're talking about box office destruction and arrested development mulligan, the newest Harvey Weinstein lawsuit, and Kanye West coming out of the woodwork. So, per usual, it's me, Jimmy, and Dave. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Hello, guys. All right. Hey, how y'all doing? Great. Fantastic. So, have you seen the news? Always. All have of you it. seen the news? Seen all of it. <laughs> the Avengers. I have. Avengers are coming up and about to crush a billion fucking dollars. Which, speaking of which, check, on Monday, check out our review for it. Yep. Just a few days away. Yeah. This, All right, is, so this is insane. It's No, it's, it's, it's ludicrous money. They are in pace. I'll, I'll say the box office numbers first. Number one, Avengers Infinity War, $257.7 million this weekend. Uh, d- domestic. 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 Uh, over the weekend, uh, worldwide, it was... $640.1 million. And it, ha- it hasn't opened in China yet. I know, David. It's crazy. Sorry, I'm really excited. It's, I know. It's, it's, it's wild. And up until today or, or yesterday, it's, it's only increased. And we're, they're creeping up on the $1 billion mark. It's projected to hit $1 billion in 10 days. Unbelievable. Just printing money. The, the the budget. This was the most, the second most expensive movie ever made, and has already eclipsed the budget more than twice. It's scary to me. Well, didn't isn't the budget for this and the next one one billion? No, 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 not not that much. This oh, one was. I thought it was one billion. This like one was just million for each. This one was just over three hundred million. Okay. That's nothing to sneeze at either. That's a lot of money. Oh yeah. So, anyways, probably um, like. A quiet, Half and just actors. Yeah, A Quiet Place came in at second with $11 million this weekend. I Feel Pretty, 8.1. Rampage, 7.2. Nothing compared to the 260 that Avengers had. Yeah, and but. Then out, and then, but fifth place crept back up because of the power of Marvel. Black Panther, $4.7 million. Because people had to see that to go see the Infinity War, obviously. I am most surprised at I Feel Pretty making $8.1 million. <laughs> I think... Anyone, yeah. I think there's, I think there's a million movies out there right now, or producers or directors saying shit. We could have made anything this week that wasn't superhero based, like a comedy, fine, like man. I, like I feel pretty, and made money because no one else wanted to go against Avengers, which is, which is smart because it was yeah. dumb to go. I mean, but anything that would come out this weekend wasn't gonna do like anything. Yeah, but I feel pretty shouldn't be making any money. No, <laughs> I no. Agree. I think but, Super Troopers made like one mil. Yeah, and I feel pretty is making eight. I know. That's more surprising. Like, that's because that's, that's Amy Schumer though. She she, she has her she's fans. got the female group and they're they're coming for her. A Quiet Place hung in there with eleven million. That's pretty impressive. Dude, I'm, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, that's, that's a top weird. five for this year. So I know you guys love Avengers, right? We know. Yeah, I know. And you know that I'm not a fan of superhero movies. Yep. Does any part of you though see this top ten 
ever list, which is Avengers, Star Wars, Star Wars, Jurassic World, Avengers, Black Panther, Avengers, Captain America, Beauty and the Beast, Iron Man. Does any part of you see that and think this sucks for the movie industry? Um, I like I'd like to feel that answer, feel that question. Um, I do. I I think it's unfortunate that the uh, the real good one-off movies, like the real original thought movies, aren't getting the shine they deserve. But it's different because all the movies that you just listed off, with the exception of Beauty and the Beast, are all um, they're all chapters in a larger story. So it's an exponential group that goes see them. So if one person sees Iron Man three, the same person is going to go see the rest of them. You know, so they 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 get their viewers and they get them keep coming back. So they've got customers and they don't have they don't have an audience. They have customers. I I get that. That's fine. I, um, no, no, I I, I, that, that's, I I'm just explaining like that. That's I, I I'm with you though. Like I really wish you know the top ten domestic openings. I wish Shawshank was up there. Yeah, you know, like, like good yeah. movies. Yes, because like, no, I, 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 I hand I'm, up. I Marvel movies are not good movies for like Oscars. Yeah, they're not. Yes, hang on. Can I yes. respond? Yes, to the question. I I agree. I wish it was like. Oscar caliber movies that were these, but I'm okay with it because I've seen all of these except Beauty and the Beast. Oh, you should. And they're all like none of them are bad films. They're all fine. Like, yeah, like they're entertainment. But they're popcorn. And the studio, the studio makes so much money they can fund other movies so that we can get The Quiet Place and all these other things. Well, they don't fund those. Those are all independent. Like every Oscar movie is an independent movie. I I will say this, Jimmy, to, to make you happier. Um, I made a note saying that this these records were not adjusted for inflation. Oh, okay. No, if you but do that, if you do that, number one is uh, Gone with the Wind. Still, it's probably the only Pretty one. Uh, Pretty good. That was before. This is like the oldest movie on earth. When did Gone with the Wind come out? That was before they even had like, start times. Like how did they? 30s, I think. How did they know, know the box yeah, office? I think it was uh, 1937. Do you know they didn't have start times for movies until 19 until Psycho came out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what they did was they just uh, they knew that everyone in America saw it, and they just did the census times whatever the ticket cost. <laughs> Crazy. I it makes it me was sad. Also in theaters for like twenty five years. That too. That I don't. I don't like hate that these movies are popular. I totally get it. But it's also like when I watch the Grammys and it's like uh, Beyonce and Katy Perry winning all the awards, and it's like there's so much more depth than just like mm-hmm. the top nonsense. It'd be like. It'd be like um, – it's like Big Bang Theory being the most popular show. It's just like, god damn, I hate how dumb and I, simple I America is. The, studi- the studios make so much money that like, they still fund all these other projects. Like, I know you say they don't, but they do. No, like, they, think, they Quint- do. Quentin Tarantino's movies, all but like the last two were technically Disney films. Dude, he's, he's Quentin Miramax. Tarantino. That's your one example? That's, that's not no, the no, people like, I'm that, fighting that for. like the first one – like. They all like if you're there's like three actual studios that own the rest of them. If so you're all these small independent studios are owned by one of the major ones. Yeah, but if you're not a superhero movie or a animated movie or one of the five directors that can do whatever the fuck they want, it, you have re- you have to basically get a lot of funding for your film through other places that, and you just don't get the it, same result. It's, I, it makes sense. Well, no, it's capitalism, but I understand it. Is, it. it is. But it, and you're it, right. It, you're, you're you're absolutely right. They they don't get the same fair. Sh- I mean, fair shake is kind of wrong because these are just opening weekend numbers, and these are just what the, the masses come flocking to see. That doesn't correlate to 
their their ability to make these movies. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. I mean, and you if, guys, you, you, if you, I mean, the number ten in this list made 174 million dollars in three days. Um, a successful movie in my mind makes 15 to 20 million. So, they're yeah. not even close to the scale. So, I mean, no, I'm, I'm with you. I understand. Yeah. I, I know what you're trying yeah. to say, and the point is taken. But uh, when when you have you the, gotta... you, there's a formula in place. It's a tried and true formula, and they know how to exploit it, and they know how to make money. So, All right. and you guys got to remember, like for a lot of people, they can't see movies as much as us because they just either don't know about Movie Pass or it wasn't a thing up until recently. And when you have a family of four and you're going to take them to the movies, that's a hundred dollar night for food and tickets and you don't do that all the time so you only go for like the escapism you take them to kid-friendly things that are like superheroes yeah well yeah. i mean my parents did that i never saw any superhero or animated movies back then they made movies but, for kids that weren't well, super also ticket okay. tickets weren't 18 dollars. okay, okay. yeah well, pin pin in this one guys shut the fuck up yeah. <laughs> okay so moving on we, we, we've clearly already covered the Avengers doing that, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Arrested Development is getting a mulligan. You guys are both Arrested Development fans, right? Yeah. Yes, but I'd never yep. watched this fourth season, so I'm actually thrilled about this. Cause I don't oh, good. You you never saw the shit one. Yeah, I it never. It was terrible. I heard they, it. They, each episode followed a different character through the whole story, and then they started over every episode. It was, it was excruciating to watch. Wait, so it it's went like to better the better on rewatch, but it's still pretty bad. They went to the no. end of the whole plot, pretty much. So then you had to watch it like, okay, at this point in Jason Bateman's episode, this was happening, and then you had to like match it up. Yep, exactly, yes. exactly. Yeah, uh, I am glad I did not watch that. That sounds terrible. And everyone said yeah. it was terrible, so I never even thought about watching it. The creator there, well, I, I, got, I don't have his name here, but he said like, yeah, it was it was like uh, you you eat a tomato and then you eat a piece of lettuce. And then you eat a piece of bacon, and by, before you know it, you realize, oh, I just had a BLT. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that works as a great analogy, but it didn't work in this, this TV show. It was, I mean, everyone unanimously agrees that season four was a disaster. Uh, the reason why they did it this way is because of scheduling, and they couldn't get all the actors in the same place at the same time, which that'll happen when you have a, you know, a TV show made of big-name stars. So uh, I'm glad he took the time to redo it, and they get a mulligan out of it, and it's great. I can't wait to watch it. Cause I actually, and we're getting a season five. Yeah, exactly. And I, f- I forget, actually, the whole premise of the season four because it was that bad and that forgettable. Yeah, I don't know. I think there was a Quattro de Marte in it, right? Sure. What's that mean? I, I don't know. The fourth of, like, instead of, yeah. It was, like, the fourth of March or something. Oh, instead, yeah. Instead of, yeah. Like, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think sure. that was the whole thing in it. Definitely. Very memorable. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quickly, uh, Harvey Weinstein is back in the news. Uh, Ashley Judd is suing him. I, I threw this in here because I felt it was interesting. My first reaction was, oh, shit, another Weinstein lawsuit. Uh, you know, just another one that different day. She's suing him for um, damages to saying she har- he harmed her career, which... You can't really do that because you need to have explicit evidence as to, like, what he did and what the reaction was and all that. And she has it. She absolutely has it. And it's the director, Peter Jackson, who directed the, uh, the, fuck, what is it? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. And uh, he was all set to, to cast her in the, a prominent, the, the, the lead female role. And Weinstein said, nah, nah, she's miserable to work with. She's a nightmare and avoid at all costs. So we didn't, uh... 
didn't cast her. I, I got to believe being an actress of, of her age, having a marquee franchise behind you like that would have helped her, her career substantially. Oh, yeah. And you can put a dollar was, number I'll, behind that, too. Yes. If I found out I was going to be one of the leads in a massive franchise like that and didn't get it, I would either kill Weinstein or myself. Like, that's just so depressing. Oh, he'd be dead already, for sure. I would have lost my mind. Just because yeah. he, he wouldn't, she wouldn't touch his dick. And so, okay, I'm going to ruin your career. Yeah. That's just... she, she's going to win this, right? And she's going to win his money? I don't know. See, that it's tough because they, they yes, they, they can find the uh, tangible money from, like, you know, ticket sales and salary of, of the person to get the role. Um, <clears throat> it's it's a good chance. It's it's possible. She has to win it. It's the most likely. I mean, if it's never if the director comes out and says like being outing Harvey Weinstein for being a terrible, terrible person is hot in the streets. So if yep. Peter Jackson comes out, he's got think about it. He was re- he had fear over everyone for so long. They now it's finally like oh it's cool we can come out. And if this director comes out. Other people are going to come out. Then you lead to maybe there's a ton of lawsuits just out there mm-hmm. to take all of Weinstein's money. I would love if other directors came out and were like, yeah, if she was in Lord of the Rings, I would have casted her. And just yeah. like a snowball effect so that it's even more money, not just Lord of the Rings money. I don't know Weinstein, about that. Weinstein's director, uh, Weinstein's lawyer is going to is going to probably going to pull like, well, uh, if she was cast in this role, she may have done a terrible job and it would have a very negative effect on the whole movie. You don't know. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good. And that's a good go. counter argument. Uh, yeah. it's, well, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good argument. Like actually, our test audience says they fucking hate Ashley Judd, and we were helping. <laughs> yeah, she was a nightmare. Yeah, uh, yeah she was a nightmare. So it'll be she interesting if, if if she does win this, it'll be a huge precedent that I think will open up all kinds of floodgates and uh, what inevitably be very bad for the industry, but. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. So we'll keep. Yeah, I'll we'll keep definitely have to that keep one. an eye on it. You get to have Mir uh, Servino come out too, right? She's the other one. Who's he? Who's she? Mir Servino from uh, Romeo and Shell's High School Reunion. She's like the most oh. active person. Yeah, she's awesome too. She won an Oscar and then she got blackballed. Yep. Yeah. Sad story. Yeah, for real. All right, uh, moving on. Kanye West. Did you, uh, Dave? You you've been following this, right? Yeah, Jimmy, my whole did, office. I've been following it all week. It's crazy. Jimmy, have you seen the videos of this? I just watched that TMZ video, and he's, okay, he's he's a certified fucking crazy person, and the fact that people still call him genius, it's, it actually bothers me, like, to the core. So, long story short, he's been going nuts though, on Twitter the past week or so, um, yeah. which was normal, because, you know, he's Kanye, and he does whatever the fuck he, he wants. he has an album coming out. Exactly. So, it was all just... Originally, I thought, all right, here's just one of those Kardashian West things where they're just trying to promote themselves. Um, he was really heavy into talking with Trump, saying, you're my boy. I love what you do. Showing off well, his... Well, they've been friends for years. Oh, I know, but he doesn't He doesn't talk about Trump constantly. Yeah. Okay? Uh, so, and then, it's just, things, things have just been getting weirder and weirder to the point where it's like, well, he might be sick. And then it comes out that he's had an opioid addiction ever since his liposuction two years ago. Uh, talking about getting over overprescribed with a bunch of pills and yada, yada, yada. Let me clear this up. Let me go on TMZ and clear the air. And maybe, you know, while I'm there, I want to go on a little rant about 
you know what? Racism or uh, slavery? That was a choice. You didn't have to be a slave for 400 years. It just so happens there was, you know, uh, people with brains in the audience that were like, you know what? No. Fuck you, Kanye. That's a very incredibly dumb statement, and you should be ridiculed mercilessly. The guy who stood up and, like, just dressed him down, I have never been more proud of someone I didn't know. That guy was so eloquent. Oh, my God. Was he? Those would have been my thoughts, too, but there's 0% chance I could have put them together that way. He complimented him the whole time while viciously, like, stabbing him in the heart. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it, like on the spot like that. I could see that in the movie if it was well thought out and like written, but it wasn't. It was off the cuff. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo, sir. I, I did. You guys also see? Do you remember the rapper from the '90s, Daz? He was on a bunch of people's tracks. He's a producer. He he's still a producer in rap, but he's he's like an old school '90s hip hop rapper. He put out a video, because he's in the Crips, calling the Crips to fuck up Kanye. So Kanye said to, like, increase his security. Good. Nice. He was like, this guy's putting his back to, like, 80s Los Angeles-style, like, persecution. We need to stop him. I'll say this. I like it. I feel like a pussy, like, I don't know, too, too, uh, like... What's the thoughts? What's the words for it? Too caught up in like the emotion cool. of this or whatever. But uh, okay. the whole thing makes me super sad, like for real sad. Like watching that video of him mm-hmm. scream at all the TMZ employees and then putting that into perspective of his Twitter thing. Either one, it's all for the album and for money, and that's very likely. And or two, mm-hmm. if it's not, like he's got legit problems. Oh, like like he does. And the fact that you said people praise him. They're probably the cause of the problems. Mm. And you know yep. what he needs to do? He's he needs, genius. he needs like, t- this might be his big meltdown because he's, he's trying to act like, now I'm free. Now I'm like actually thinking, like, no, dude, this is your meltdown. Remember when Britney Spears shaved off her head and everyone thought, like, she was so crazy? But it turns out now, like, the society made her crazy and then she recovered. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like, snapped and she had one snap. And then she, she her reputation since then, she's been fine, right? She, yep. she, yeah, she has. She's very well loved in Vegas. She, she just, she just there. had to like step out of the spotlight a little. Kanye needs to like snap. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is his snap moment. And then he needs to go five years just the fuck away because this is super sad. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. I watch that video. I to. don't like watching it. He, he needs to do that, but he can't because he's married to the Kardashians and they don't know any other way other than public life. I actually think Kim is the smarter one of the two of them because he's tweeted it's a couple times like. He's tweeted a couple times that like Kim doesn't agree with this and like is yelling at him to like shut up and not voice these opinions. Well, she's yeah, she's incredibly smart. I think I think Kim Kardashian's like I think their whole clan is smart. They Wait, know how to do it. She's very smart business sense, but like, can you imagine being married to this guy because it was a good business decision like ten years ago whenever they got married and now he's doing this? It sucks. Yeah. Can you- can you imagine, though, stepping away from Kanye? Because you're right, it, it is sad, and I hopefully it resolves itself before it goes by the way of Michael Jackson. Yeah. But can you imagine if, say, uh, who is that? Oh, Charlie Sheen. Remember his meltdown? Yep. Mm-hmm. Him going to TMZ, standing up in front of everyone, and says, you know what? Slavery was a choice. Very, very well, did he story. Did he elaborate on that? Did he even say anything more? Yeah, no. 
not not really. It was basically just slavery is yeah. a choice because the shackles of four hundred years. Uh, you you are a slave to your own thoughts, and if you can't break out of them or some shit like that. So basically, because they're slavery for four hundred years, it means that they were okay with it because over the course of 400 years you would eventually just say like oh god this is ridiculous i'm not gonna do this oh my god all right and he also has said that he doesn't think slavery should be taught in schools anymore because then we're prisoners to it still and that we can no longer te- like we can't teach the lessons from it because then you're only thinking i think i think there you may do. you you want to get rid of the past i think there may be some substance to that second part i i'm not agreeing with it but i'd have to like hear what philosophers yeah, say no, about it like if that was all he said i'd be like well he's just being kooky yeah, but, but combine that with the fact that he thinks slavery was a choice yeah eh. this the choice part is where he went entirely wrong yeah we know that um to what you said we're not teaching in schools well if you if you don't teach what well, mistakes of the past you're doomed to repeat them that's what you need to keep around yeah 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 um he's a, he's a lunatic and he needs help and it's if you if you if you that. call him a genius, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, Definitely. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. But hey, Kanye, you want to tell your side of it? You can come on the pod. We'll definitely have you. No. Yeah. No. I'll get a doctor friend on. We'll we'll uh, work this out, man. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, if Kanye wants to come on, I will interview Kanye. <laughs> All right. So, um, moving on to uh, trailers that were released this week. Dave, you wanted to talk about uh, Catcher was a Spy? Yeah. I didn't even see this until I was doing a little bit of research. Have you guys seen this trailer before I sent it to you? I didn't, and I didn't watch it after because I knew you were going to tell me about it. So tell me what the movie's about. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. Go so the, the movie, it's set in World War II. Okay. And Paul Rudd is playing uh, some American athlete who is a catcher. I'm in. Who I'm, is at the top of his classes. I'm in. He speaks like seven lengths. Yeah. All I'm right. In. I'm just trying to trying to give the uh, the audience doesn't know yet. Uh, he speaks like seven languages at like top of his classes. Went on to become a professional ke- uh, ke- uh, a catcher in the professional baseball league, and so the OSS recruits him to be a spy, and he has to like infiltrate some people in Germany to see if they have a nuclear weapon. Well, that took a turn. Yeah. Wow. What team do you play for? Uh, I don't know. UCLA. I mean, it's only a brief part of the trailer, and I wasn't looking at the outfit. Probably probably Red Sox. Sounds like Buck Compton. Maybe. You guys watch Band of Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. Buck Compton was a catcher at UCLA, and then became an mm-hmm. officer in the 101st. Yeah. yeah. Good guy. Might have been slightly based on him. I don't know. It's, I, I haven't seen Rudd in any dramatic role. Really? And this, it's not a comedy at all. It's 100% a serious role. So I'm, I'm curious to how he does in it. Well, he did very well in uh, Friends in the 90s. Paul Rudd's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you guys like Paul Rudd, right? Oh, love yeah, him. Yeah, no, I, lo- love, I love Paul Rudd. I just, I haven't seen him in this type of role. I think he's one of those people who will nail it. He just prefers comedic roles. So that's what he does. Yeah, he's done interviews before where, like, he laughs at actors who call themselves, like, artists. He's like, it's fucking not art. We're just talking like we're someone else, which is <laughs> gotta appreciate. That. That's awesome. Yeah, what he said is, yeah, yeah it was a uh, pretend time. That's what that's what acting yeah. was, pretending. Yes, yeah. Or anytime he goes on Kimmel to promote a movie, he just shows a clip from Mac and Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very curious to see this. It comes out in July, I think. Nice. We should definitely review that. Oh yeah. 
All right, Jimmy, do you uh, you have a trailer? The one with Ben Foster, uh, Leave No Trace. It's about Ben Foster and his daughter kind of just live on the wilderness, off the, completely off the grid. He, like, raises his daughter off the grid. And the government comes and says, like, you can't do this. Like, you can't not have shelter. And then they run, it's like in the trailer, like, they run them through tests and, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I think the point is, like, their lives were perfect. They didn't need the societal norms. But the societal, the societal norms get forced upon them. And then the movie's about how they don't cope and adapt and all that stuff because the girl was never part of like life like the society um i think that's interesting story and plot and ben foster's fucking awesome nice i i'll be honest i've never heard of ben foster yes you have he oh yeah you recognize him yeah really yes in a lot of things he was one of the brothers in hell or high water yep the one who's not chris pine yeah oh is this a true was that Oh, Ben Foster's an actor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a true story. Some guy named Ben Foster that you were talking about. Sorry. No. Nope. Sorry. Ben Foster <laughs> was in Ain't Them Body Saints. He was in uh, Contraband with Mark Wahlberg. Yep. I he know was, who he is now. Yeah. Um, 310 30 Days of Night. 310 to Yuma. Uh, what else has he been? He was Lance Armstrong. He's awesome. He was also an alpha dog with Justin Timberlake, and he was like the best part of that movie. He's like the only good part good of that to know. movie. Alpha yeah. dog. Yeah. All right. So that looks good. I like Ben Foster a lot. That was uh, I was talking trailers. Yeah. I don't have right. one this week because uh, you know I didn't get around to it. I'm sorry. But uh, let's talk about movies coming out this weekend. There are uh, only two. Uh, there's really only one nationwide release. And I just had to add it to it because there's a limited one with Tully. Uh, the nationwide release is Overboard, which looks like just a god-awful piece of shit. The story is of this millionaire who uh, has a cleaning... Well, it's a remake. Yeah, I've never seen the first one. Is it a remake? So it's that much, so it's that much worse. Dude, the, re- the remake is so good. It's an 80s... It's like a classic 80s movie with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, and it's like such a good throwback movie. I recommend checking that out. I also haven't seen it since, like, middle school, so I don't know how it holds up. Probably terrible. It's a, it's a cliche plot, but it's, like, a good, fun, like, family 80s movie. Sure. Okay, well, the eight, movies done like this in the 80s is where it belongs. Work. 80s did it right. Sure. Yes. This thing with, what's her name? Chris Pratt's ex-wife. Uh, Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. She, I, I don't like her in the least bit. In this movie, just she, she doesn't do anything for me. I don't find her funny. Every time I see her, I think I think of uh, the scary movie franchise. Yeah, do you know she was like went yeah. to school to be like a real actress? Like, what happened? Dramas. She just got scary movie and then got pigeonholed because I don't think she's done ever anything real. She's that new show, Mom. I don't know. I've never oh, seen that. Awful. But everything else is shitty comedies, like bad comedies. So basically, what it is? She's a cleaning lady with this with this millionaire guy on a boat. The guy goes overboard. He has amnesia, and she says, "Oh wait, I know him." And and she went to the hospital. I was like, "Yeah, we're we're married." And she basically basically kidnapped a millionaire to for what for what means to like just to teach him a lesson for being a dictator. I'm sure they'll fall in love. You Which, know they will. Thinking about it now, the '80s movie is a little problematic because it's Kurt Russell doing that to Goldie Hawn. Oh, so Goldie Hawn's the rich one. Yeah. Yeah, she's like a rich snobby girl in this like oh. small town. Oh, that's rapey. And 
Yeah, it's it's problematic in 2018, but yeah. back in the day it was good. Good thing they swapped it out. Good. Okay. Yeah. It looks horrible. Well, I'm not going to see that. Oh, we're, we're we're reviewing that next week, Jimmy. Oh, we are. Yeah. That's what you no. guys decided on. No, we're not. No, 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 no. No, no, we're not. That would be a disaster. Oh my god. Fuck. We should have we should have let him see it first and then tell him it's a different movie. You guys scared yeah. me. No. Um <laughs> so next one is uh is Tully, which strikes a chord with me because I am desperately in love with Charlize Theron. I have been since I was a little boy. She is the most beautiful person in the world. You cannot tell me otherwise. And now she's a mom in this movie. It's right on par with I could be married to Charlize Theron. With a little baby going on, we could have to, we could be share our nightmares of of uh, the kid waking up in the middle of the night all the time. It'd be great. This this one we haven't said it in a while. I'm gonna dub this one as a nice cozy movie for me. Okay. I was happy you said that. I want to see this movie a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we want to do this, I would review this. I, it's just the trailer alone is really good birth control. I watched that and I was like, I do not want to deal with fucking kids. Oh yeah, no, you don't want to do that. Ah, oh, no. I like the the maid. Uh, what's it called? It's her. It's named after her. I'm blanking. Who just said it? Tilly. Tilly. I like uh, that actress. She was in a show on AMC called Halt and Catch Fire. What else is she in? Because I recognize her, but I haven't seen that. She was in Blade Runner. Your favorite. Oh yes, she was great in that. All right, we definitely got to see this movie now. <laughs> yeah. For sure. The sequel to Blade Runner. Sure, I'm in. Yeah, sorry, I, I'm trying to see if it, if it's out. I I don't think it's out of my theater. Oh, you shit! Yes, it is. So we can see it. Nice, awesome. That's what we're gonna watch next week. And uh, so uh, from from now, when you're listening to this, it'll be a week and a few days. So this will come out. Um, on Monday, we're gonna publish our review of the Avengers. It's a little lengthy. It's a little deep divey. It's a little bit nerdy. So, um, full warned. I think it's still pretty good. We got some good notes. We got some good thoughts. Dave and I uh, oh, yeah. really, really went at it. Uh, Jimmy's going to edit it up uh, real well, real tight. Oh, yeah. I feel like anyone who's invested in the Marvel Universe now wants a little bit deeper for this because it's been 10 years in the making for this movie. Yep. Exactly. I know you can go on. You can go on YouTube and find literally a billion YouTube videos of talking about the Avengers: Infinity War, but ours is above average. So check it out. Not bad. All right. All right, guys. Well, I will talk to you guys later. We're gonna take off. Thanks for listening. Check out like Six Pack Cinema at, um, on Twitter and on Instagram. Message us with anything, any suggestions you want, or if you want us to watch a movie. We're getting into the weird days of summer where. Each weekend is not filled with a lot of great movies, so options are they they, they aren't coming by too much. Fucking overboard or Tully, that's our options this week. So <laughs> give it, give us some give us some uh, suggestions. All right, all right, guys. Thank you. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life: Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton. And Herbie fully loaded. Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.